rules are. So I, I think you may like this version better than the real theme. I do. I love it. Because you're this. smiling sooner. All right, so just a quick reminder. Thanks to our friend at Afrojack. Yay! One of the greatest DJs on the planet. Made this mix for us because he's a huge The Walking Dead fan. I feel like I need to say the. Like people say I'm a, I'm a fan of I'm a, I'm a Walking Dead fan, but it's The Walking the Dead. The Walking Dead. Right. It's The Walking Dead. Yeah. So big fan of The Walking Dead. TWD. So he, hold up, let's listen. <laughs> so when we debuted this like three episodes ago, I said this is just for us and it's not posted anywhere. And then somebody tweeted me, I know you said it's not available, but where can I get it? No, really. You really can't get it, but anywhere but here. Right. That's what Afrojack wanted. That's what he asked of us. and We respected and, Mr. Jack. And we're more than happy to have sole ownership of it, and, and <laughs> we're very excited. So thank you, Afrojack. We may have to thank him every week because it's so good. <laughs> Love it. Uh, so I'm David Brody from Elm Street in the Morning Show. That's Jamie from Light FM in New York. Hello. Hi, Jamie. How are you? Uh, this is episode 35, maybe, of Walkers and Talkers. Yep. Hashtag Walkers and Talkers. Don't forget to check it, check out our new social media at walkers underscore talkers on Instagram and at walkers underscore talkers uh, on Twitter. I could have just said Twitter on Instagram, but there yeah. you go. Uh, the Instagram, we have like two pictures up. I need access so I can, I, I'll add some I'll things. give you the password later. Okay. <laughs> Speaking of which, there's uh, something I want you to put a picture of up today. Okay. Now, a few weeks ago, AMC was kind enough to send me a Negan Lucille bat. <laughs> right? I got I the, know the where case. We're going with this. I got, no, you don't. Oh, I don't? Where are we going? The video we took? No. Oh. What video did we take? Were you bashing my head in? Oh, we took video of me. <laughs> yeah, you can put that up. I bashed your head in with Lucille. No, no, I got this shirt sent up here for the podcast, and I thought you should have it. So what? it's a it's a t-shirt. It looks like a baseball shirt, and it says Negan Sluggers. It has Negan and blood and, and everything, so it's yours. Enjoy. For real? Yeah, it's yours. Oh, my God. Yeah. I, can I put it on? I wouldn't, well, I would put it on right now, but. You can put on over what you're wearing. I'm not telling you to take your shirt off. Oh my... Although it's a podcast, only I'm going to see it. Oh my it. God, I love this. Thank you. I'm so excited. I'm wearing this as soon as I leave here. So oh enjoy my that. God, I love it. I knew you would. Ooh, Lucille. Yeah. There you go. So I thought I thought you should have Thank that. Thank you. So we'll put a picture up uh, on Instagram yes, and on Twitter. Yes, I, I, will, I will put it up. Okay, so now, episode six. Swear. So a couple of things. There's only two episodes left. Yeah. So this week's episode was an hour and 11 minutes. From what I understand- I thought it was a few minutes longer. I was watching. I'm like, yeah, hmm. The next two episodes are extended also. Okay. Lots to talk about coming up. Now, last week we talked about how when they showed scenes from The Walking Dead, every week they show scenes from next week on The Walking Dead. Last week they said scenes for upcoming episodes from the next few episodes, whatever it was. It wasn't just this week. Yeah. And we kind of guessed it why. This week is a bottle episode. Now, we explained bottle episode last week. Yes. Which was an episode that's just about a couple of cast members, and that's it. No little bit of the hilltop, a little bit of the kingdom, a little just bit of Alexandria. one thing. Right. Now, technically, Alexandria was at the end, but it was really a, an episode about Tara and Heath. And the problem with that is Tara's been gone since last March. Nine episodes we haven't seen her. Since March, right? Yeah. Denise has been dead since March. Yeah. A few weeks after that. Eight months since Denise died that Tara finds out. So people felt that was a little anticlimactic, which we'll talk about that. It happened in an episode. And we focused on Heath. I looked on Twitter, and a lot of people were like, who's Heath? Now, Heath is a relatively big member of the comic book. But we haven't seen him in so long. I think people forgot. He barely had any lines beforehand. Yeah. He was almost kind of a background character, even though he's big in Alexandria. So to give a whole episode... To build the characters up of two characters we don't really know or care about, 
I know some people like Tara, I get it, but she's not a main character. Mm-hmm. And this was sort of like the um, Morgan episode where we learned how we learned how to use the stick. With Eastman. Ooh, ooh. Okay, I just hit, <laughs> I put the keyboard on the mouse and it made that, sorry about that. Uh, it, that's, uh, Afrojack made that sound for us. <laughs> so, you, that's exclusive. Oh, man. You can't get that Windows error sound anywhere else, but thank you Afrojack for that sound. If you look online, a lot of the fan pages and Twitter were writing about how it could be the worst episode in the history of The Walking Dead. It's boring. Why did you give me 111 minutes of that? I could have done that in 30. What did you think of the episode? Honestly, I liked it. And I also, I know a lot of people hated the Morgan episode, and I loved that episode. Because we haven't seen Tara in, what, eight months, nine episodes? So it, I, we needed to know what was going on with her, where they were, where Heath was. They went on a two-week run. We knew nothing. And plus, we made a whole new community. We did. To me, that's the only saving grace, was that we saw a little bit of Tara. If we didn't have the ocean side, it would have been a bust. I did want to read a couple of tweets that we got to our new account, at walkers underscore talkers. One of them was from uh, Bobby Roberts, at Bobby3, I don't know, GNG? I can't read it. Uh, yeah, there it is. Okay. <laughs> my, my phone's dying, so the screen's really dark. He wrote... Just finished binge listening to all 34 episodes. Love it. Hashtag walkers and talkers. That made my day. Thank you, Bobby. That That's about, let's say, 25 hours of that's audio. That's a long time. That's a lot. I'm going to hope that he skipped through a couple of the slow parts. But that's very nice. So thank you. That made me so happy. Absolutely. We got our usual tweets from Jonathan Valentin, who asked what Tara and Heath's guns accounted for by Olivia. Why Doesn't seem like it. Well, here was what I tweeted him, but I'll give you the answer to everybody in case you were all wondering that. They made it a point to show Tara had her, the gun had carvings in the handle. That was a Negan gun. That was part of when they, they attacked the satellite. Yeah. And they took the guns. Those guns were taken, but then they left right from the satellite. Yes. So they, they weren't, they weren't uh, accounted, accounted for. for. They just took the guns. So nobody knows they have those guns. I was trying to see what was carved in that. I don't like remember, but it was probably or... like saviors or, yeah. you know. Remember, Carl's gun had a carving in it. Yes. And during the lineup, Negan was like, oh, it's our gun. Yeah. You have so, a lot of our guns. A lot of our guns, yeah. Okay, so the episode kind of jumps around between present and a couple of days ago. It shows the two people that we saw in the trailer last week, the dark-skinned teenage girl and a little blonde girl. So Cindy and Rachel. Cindy and Rachel. Rachel's a little girl who's a psycho. Psycho, right. She's children of the corn. Seriously. And so we, we talked about this last week. They're walking on the beach, and she's really excited to kill walkers. There's one on the beach like... <laughs> Uh, Very like, waterlogged. Waterlogged. <laughs> and then she walks over, puts a spear through his head. It's like, one one shot, dead, right? Yep. Then they see a body laying by the water, and the little girl goes, there's another one, I'll get it. And from, I don't know, 100 feet away, Cindy says, hold on, don't kill it. It's not a bobber. It's not a bobber. I can only guess they call them bobbers because they come out of the water. Yeah, and they're bobbing around. And they bobbing up and down in the yeah. water. That would be my only guess. Yeah. But they must have seen them before they would be bobbing. So, I don't know, maybe they're kids, they call them bobbers. Yeah, maybe. I mean, I think Tara didn't look so waterlogged and, you know, she probably thought, wait, wait, wait. Cindy says to Rachel, don't kill her. And and the little girl says, we still have to do it. We're supposed to. I'm In thinking, the creepiest what? way. Yeah. We have to do it. We're supposed to. And Cindy's like, wait, wait, not if they don't find out about well, it. Well, we don't have to kill her. Yeah. And she says, I want to. Yeah. Oh, my God. I thought I saw that and I was like, you creepy child. I want to. Yeah. Which, and there was nothing wrong with Tara. She looked beautiful and normal. She and I'm looked, like, wow, you want to kill her? Although you could see why she floated. All right. So. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Some giant yabos. So then, so then uh, hello. <laughs> Cindy says, are you going to tell? Are you going to be a little snitch? 
So now we flash back to before she washed up on the beach. We flash back to another RV that looks a lot like the RV that was in the Negan Batkill scenes. Yes. Spoiler, we're going to talk about everybody who's dead. Yeah. You probably should be caught up at this point. You should know. You should know. So they're in the RV, and at this point, remember, they're oblivious to to the fact that uh, Glenn and Abraham are dead. Denise is dead. They don't know anything. They're happy-go-lucky. And now they've reached the end of their two weeks. Yeah, so he, he's just talking about how they don't have any gas left, except enough to get home. We need to go back. Right, he's made that a point. We have enough gas to get home. We can't go any further. There's nothing. And Tara says that we're, we should be fine. Don't forget we have that deal with the hilltop. They're providing food. Everything's okay because she knows nothing. Uh, they know nothing. Uh, they just need us to find ammo. And then she says, rule number one of scavenging, there's nothing left in this world that's not hidden. Yeah. Do you remember where we heard that before? No. Glenn said that to her. Uh, a couple of seasons ago. Oh, he did? I don't yeah. remember that part. Wow, good memory. Yeah. And it was on Talking Dead. I did watch Talking Dead. I remember that part. It was one of those... Oh, 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 God. One of those... Where I'm reading so fast and I, like, miss it. Oh, you can't read fast. I know. All right. Then Heath starts thinking about killing the saviors. Yes. He's talking about how at first he felt really bad about it and it was wrong. And that, and as an Alexandrian, they knew nothing until our group came in and taught them things. He says, but I get it now. We do what we have to do to survive. And this is what he said. You take what you can, you take out who you have to, and you keep going. Nobody is in this together, not anymore. So now he's kind of laid the groundwork for, we're all in it for ourselves. Yeah. He's now seen the light. He didn't really like what he had to do, killing those people, but he gets it now. You got to do what you got to do. Remember, Glenn put the knife in that guy's head so that he wouldn't have to. Yeah. But now he realizes he gets it. Got to do what you got to do. And Tara says that's bullshit. And then Heath says, "No, that's everybody who wants to stay alive. If you want to stay alive, you got to be out for yourself." So Tara's lying on the beach. She's still sort of um, knocked out. She had Roman numerals tattooed on her wrist. I thought she, she has was... tattoos in real life. Yeah. So do you think that was a pen mark? No, it wouldn't be pen marks. It almost marks. looked like a countdown to how many days she's been out there. But then I thought, it looks like a tattoo. It looks like so a tattoo, and nobody's think... tattooing her. No. So, so I don't I, know why they showed it. I didn't know what that was. Unless those are her real tattoos. Could be. But then why show it? Because it throws you off Because then you wise. think it's some cryptic message. Right. She brings Tara two bottles of water and heads into the woods. Tara wakes up and, of course, follows her into the woods because that's what you do. You have to follow people. Yeah. You don't know what they're up to. She sees uh, a couple of houses. There's kids running around. And... A lot of people. They're all women. Yeah. Be honest. First thing you thought. Um, I kind of thought it was a lesbian group. Right. I'm just like Tara has hit it rich, and, and I'm like, wow, she's gonna fit in great. And right. then I'm like, where are the men? And I was like, this is kind of weird. I didn't know what. I didn't really know what to think of that. I thought it was odd. I yeah. First I thought all the men are out hunting. Then I thought no. I thought it was some like a it's lesbian like a community. women community. They don't like men, or they well, there are no men, whatever. But that's exactly what I thought. But then I thought if they see Alana, Alana Masterson, ta- Tara, <laughs> Tara, they would welcome her and go, "Oh, a woman, yeah. welcome! Thank God you don't have a man with you." Instead, they started uh, clicking the little, right. little dog clickers. Right, they're dog training clickers. <laughs> yep. Which means we're in trouble. Grab your guns. Yeah, I was and they like, had this. It was like a hut. All ran in, and they all got hundreds weapons. of machine guns. Yeah, I know they're assault weapons, not machine guns. Tons of weapons. A lot of a lot of really powerful guns. They had her surrounded. Fast. But great line on Talking Dead. Their aim was as good as the stormtroopers. <laughs> they shot at her a hundred times. I know, and they, and they missed. They missed. My, I'm watching with my dad. He's going, they wouldn't miss from this close. They yeah. would not miss no. with, with high-powered rifles like no. that. 
she runs away. She gets away. She turns a corner. Oldest trick in the book. And then a woman who we find out her name is Beatrice comes running alongside the the uh, the house. And as she gets to the corner, she gets knocked out by knocked down by Tara. She got pissed. Tara whipped. takes the gun and doesn't shoot her when she could have. She bangs her with the gun in the face and knocks her out. Okay. I kind of like that. Then she almost gets away, and there's a crazy little girl pointing a gun right at her face. So she, Tara drops the gun, yep. like, okay, I'm unarmed. Yeah. And the little girl. She's like, I have to. Doesn't and matter. She's like ready to lock and load there. Like, it doesn't matter you drop the gun. Yeah. We're supposed to. So the whole town of women surround her, and Cindy tries to protect her and says, don't shoot her. I have to call partial bullshit. Okay, do tell. We find out the rule is they kill everyone on sight. Yes. They kill everyone on sight. But they didn't. We find out why later. We'll get to that. Yeah. But Tara's like, hey, uh, how you guys doing? <laughs> she's like, I don't really want to stay here. Right. She's doing shtick. Like yeah, nervous. She like, really was. So, uh, anybody da-da, celebrating da-da, a birthday? Da-da. Anybody <laughs> celebrating anything? Hey, anybody Anybody in Aquarius? I got jokes. And Cindy steps up oh and she's like, God. Cindy says, don't kill her. And this, this teenage girl says, don't kill her. And they're like, all right, don't kill her. They don't kill her. They went against all their rules. They have one rule. One rule. Kill everybody. Kill everyone on sight. I want to talk about the merits of that later, but they don't kill her. They chain her up, attached to um, like a radiator. a radiator, right? So real quick, before we see her at the radiator, on the flashback with Tara and Heath, they hit a roadblock at a bridge. There's like a metal truck blocking the bridge. So they climb the bridge, and there's nothing there. It looks like everyone who lived there left. Yeah. It's abandoned. So there's a big mound of gray sand. 20 tons of sand. 20 tons of gray sand. Two dump trucks dump the sand, and it looks like the dump trucks and the sand is a barrier on the other end of the bridge that no walkers can get on the bridge. And here we go. So Tara sees a bag that just happens to be sticking, sticking out, out of this mound of, who would leave if it was worth anything, sticking out. Yeah. And she goes to pull it out, and there's bullet shells there laying there for some reason, which I was, the first thing I thought was, take the bullet shells because Eugene's going to need those. Exactly, to make but bullets. they left them. They left them because they don't know that they have no guns back at Alexandria. So it, it was such a cliched thing where he's like, she pulls the bag out and he goes, wait. Like, what is he yelling wait for? He doesn't know. Yeah. And then the whole hill collapses. And then there's walkers, the ones we saw from the trailer last the week. sand walkers. They're covered in white sand and they start coming at them. Now, Greg Nicotero does all the makeup and everything, was on Talking Dead. And they showed the zombies and he talked about why he wanted to do those. They were based on an Italian zombie movie. Yep. They weren't zombies wearing like sand on them. They were in rubber masks. Yeah, they had full suits and the cage and breathing tubes And breathing underneath. tubes. It was intense. Intense, yeah. So there Hot were only like eight, there were 18 of them. Yeah. And so they start attacking Tara and Heath. And Tara pulls the I can't get up thing. They're grabbing my feet. Cliche. And then Heath gets away. And then Heath is shooting them off of her. Yeah. She's fighting and he's sort of up on a truck. He, he disappears behind a tarp. He runs out of bullets. And then he runs away, right? And so the first thing I thought was, well, he just told us like five minutes ago that it's every man for himself. Bye. See ya. And you don't know if Heath is a good guy or not because you you can't base him. We don't really know. Right. You can't base him on the comic book version of Heath. Yeah. So you go, all right, well, what a dick. He ran off. We see in another flashback that eventually what happens to Tara, because I don't think they showed it there, is we find out later that... Tara got pushed off the bridge. Yeah, she fell backwards off the bridge with walkers on her. Right, but at this point, we just see her look at him run off, and yeah. she's got a walker on top of her, and she's surrounded, and then cut back to present tense Oceanside, and she's on the radiator, and then we meet Natanya, who's the leader, and Cindy's grandmother. Yes. Kathy, and then Beatrice, who got the gun to the face by Tara. They uh, they talk about the bell system they have. They have six bells hung around the camp. 
that they ring to lead the walkers away. Yeah. Which is very clever. It is very clever. They've got guns. They've got clickers. They have a whole security Clicker, system. Clickers. And they ask her where she's from. And she lies to them. She says... She's the worst liar, too. Well, she was good for a minute. At she's first, like, oh, I worked in... I lived, I'm from Atlanta. And a friend of mine were traveling. We've been on the road ever since. Yeah. Ever since the outbreak. Yeah. This way, like, we don't know anybody. We have no ties. Smart girl. And then she says, I worked on a fishing boat. Oh, boy. You're in a fishing village. You really think you can get away with that? They're like, are you on a... And they rattled off all these boats, and I'm thinking, oh, boy, I'd be in trouble. Right. <laughs> and then the last one was a larder. And she goes, yeah, that yeah, one, the that, last one. the last one. Which isn't believable to begin with, anyway. And I don't think they believed her, which, who would? Isn't it a room where they smoke the meat or something, they later tell us? The larder? Yeah, it's a room for smoking meat. It's not really a shipping boat. It's not boat. even really That's how they knew she was full of, full of crap. <laughs> so Natanya says, why were you sneaking around? And she lifts up the handcuffs and she says, uh, to see if it was, it was safe here. And clearly it's not. Like I was, She's like, still trying to figure that out. Yeah, still trying to figure that out. Next thing we see, they're leading her into a room with handcuffs. She's like, oh, where are they taking her? And they're taking her to dinner. I'm thinking, man, they went from almost killing her to let's have her over for dinner. So I'm calling bullshit on that. Yeah. You don't trust her. You were going to kill her. You de-handcuffed her. And then you bring her in like, hey, have some dinner. We made stew. In our house. <laughs> in there, in there, right. And Natanya says, we normally we would have shot you, but my granddaughter saved you and you didn't kill Beatrice. Yeah. So you must be a good person. Natanya asks Tara to stay. I thought, no. <laughs> she says, you're a good fighter and a good person. You can stay if you want, and we'll try to help you find your friend. And he can stay. And and Tara says, he can stay? Well, he's a man. He? Yeah, she, he's like, what about the like, whole where, no man where, thing? Where are all the men? Because I guess at this point she thought it's a woman's place and it's women only. Yeah. Although there was one little boy running around, or maybe two, but she's like, what do you mean he can stay? I loved on Talking Dead with like, on Oceanside, every night is ladies' night. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> That's right. And so Natanya says, well, we got into a skirmish with another group. And we lost all of them and more. Uh, brothers, sisters, a lot of people. And that's when we agreed we would kill anyone on sight. Stay hidden, stay alive. So again, you'll kill anyone on sight, but you're inviting her to dinner, and now you're telling her to stay. She says that because there's only two options. If she leaves, they're worried that she'll tell people where they are. So if she stays, they don't have to worry about that. Yep. And she's a good fighter. She can help the community. And because they think she has no ties to any community, she'll stay. Now Tara decides she's going to be honest. And she tells them about Alexandria, and she tells them about the saviors and how they killed them at the satellite. satellite. We had to. We didn't want to. but It was us or them. She sang like a canary. Singing like a canary. Maybe our our town can work with your town, and uh, that's a big mistake. Huge. Yeah. Like Julia Robertson, Pretty Woman. (laughs) Big mistake. Huge. If you saw the movie, you know what I'm talking about. Because you've now told this community, regardless of what we learn later, my community will kill a community if we feel like we have to. You just were told that these people are paranoid. And now you tell them this. Yeah, oh, we've got guns. We wiped out a whole satellite. We killed a whole other group. But we had to. All right, honey, you can't stay. (laughs) And if you leave, I don't trust that you're not going to come back and kill us. Yeah. You are stupid. (laughs) Stupid, stupid, stupid. Let us know your thoughts on that. Uh, at walkers underscore talkers. Hashtag walkers and talkers. I have to say, we've got a lot of tweets. We do. I love it. Questions, I... comments. I feel like there's some social media momentum now. Yes, we're building. So bring on the mo. You may have noticed. <laughs> uh, it's not a tower reference. Uh, by the way, you may notice that we respond to every tweet at our at our personal accounts, as well as our, our uh, walking dead walkers underscore talkers social media. 
So please feel free to comment, ask questions for next week. On Sunday night, a bunch of people ask questions right afterwards. Like, oh, when is your podcast? Are you going to address this, address that? So we're going to try to address everything that was asked of us, like the guns being accounted for. Mm -hmm. Also, I want to talk about Carl at some point because people asked about the actor that plays Carl. Chandler Riggs. So Cindy's into it. She's like, oh, yeah, we'll all work together. It'll be great. Cindy's a naive girl. I like her. Natanya says, you know what? We'll send you out with a guide in the morning to go find your friend. Right away, I'm like, nope. Bullet in your head. Yeah, that's what I thought. That hey, I'm where like, are we going? You know. Yeah, and then Beatrice volunteered, the girl that she knocked out. Like, didn't this happen already in season two with Shane and that kid that they got off the fence? Oh, yeah. Right? They walked him out to the barn. Oh, we're going to go look. Uh, we're going to go walking. No, never go for a walk. <laughs> never go. And never lead. Always yeah. walk behind them. <laughs> it's the next day. Tara's ready to leave with a guide. Now they've given her two guides. I thought that was a little weird. I'm like, wait a minute. Two? I thought it was one. It's Kathy and Beatrice. Yes. Now they're both taking her. So Tara goes to fist bump Natanya, and Natanya puts her hand over her fist. So awkward. Like, I'm old lady that doesn't get fist bumping. Tara's like, oh, we'll work on that. Yeah, we'll work on that next time I see you. And can I say that little shit, Rachel? Yeah, she's walking by the in, the, the, the kids are doing arts and crafts or whatever, and she goes, spits on her. I was like, oh, you little brat. But Tara turned around, and she... Flipped her off. Flipped her off, which was which was great. I loved that scene. <laughs> She's like, hey, Rachel. I love that. <laughs> so the three of them are walking through the woods, and at the whole, the whole time, you got to be thinking, they're going to try to kill her. Oh, yeah. Now, you know they can't kill her because we have to see Tara get back to Alexandria to learn about Denise. Yeah. So it's sort of a, we know you're not dying. But we know you're, they're going to try. Right. They see a walker, and Tara's, now she's smart again. She says, oh, I'll kill it, because they duck down behind a tree, and she hears one of them, like, slip a knife open. Jeez. And she goes, uh, I'll get it. And she runs over to the walker that's trapped in a tree and doesn't kill it and runs. Yep. Well, so they, I, and right the second she started to run, they, like, shot 10 bullets in the walker's head, they were, which right. were aimed for Tara's head. Now, for a second, for a second, did you think they were only firing at her because she made a break for it? Or did you you 100% knew that they were going to shoot her? Um, I thought they were going to kill her. Yeah, I didn't think it was like, oh, wait, where are we running to? Yeah, I thought, we want you dead. We don't, because you can't give us up. So now we see the scene where she's ducked down and she sees people running by that we've seen in the trailer a hundred times. Yep, where she's like slid down that little hill and she's in the little hole. Right. So we don't know what happened to Kathy, but our old friend Beatrice... Is walking by. She jumps her. They wrestle. And Beatrice wins, gets up with the gun, puts the gun on her. She drops the gun. And they have a conversation now about why she has to kill her. And she says, that other group, why we can't trust you. You're going to bring people back here. There was this other group. Those satellite people you killed. Yeah. Like, she's like, that's just an outpost. She goes, there's so many more of them. Yeah, there's more of them, more outposts. You can't stop them. Yep. So the, the saviors. So now we know the saviors uh, have a big reach. Which I don't, it's hard for me to, I understand there's a lot of them. But Negan, does Negan visit all of them? Because he hasn't visited the kingdom. No. And he hasn't been to the hilltop. He has deals with both of them, but he hasn't been But he's inside. only been inside Alexandria. Yes. So we don't know if he ever went to where the women were living. But she tells the story about how the saviors lined up all of the men over 10 oh. and shot them all in the head. She said we were working for them yeah. and we ran off. Did they do something wrong? Did they not produce? Did they refuse to work? Because that's not Negan's way to kill all the men. Did I they try to have an uprising against them? 
either that or they just didn't produce or find anything interesting, and he was teaching them a lesson. Well, they 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 worked for them, and then they they said they got away. Yeah, and that's why they're in hiding. Yeah, they almost have like the they have the netting and the camouflage kind of like beach huts almost. Right, so it's back. not it's not so much that they're worried about strangers coming by. It's the saviors. It's being discovered by the saviors. Yeah, they have a lot of weapons, and I'm sure we're going to see them again. A lot of girl power. And we also know that they hate Negan and have reason for revenge if given the opportunity. Oh, yeah. But right now, they want they just want to live. Leave us alone. We want, to, us, su- yeah. we want to survive. So she's about to kill Tara. And just as she's about to kill her, Cindy comes by again, rescues her, knocks Tara, uh, Beatrice down. Yep. And says, run, run, run. Runs into the woods with her. Gives her some supplies. Says, I'll take you to the bridge. Back to try to find Heath and, and get you home. So... Cindy tells Tara, I'll stand until you make it across the bridge, but you got to hurry because Kathy and Beatrice know that I'm coming here. And she made her swear. Yeah. You better not tell. Don't say anything. She's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no. You have to swear. Swear. You're not going to If say I let anything. you go, you can't tell anybody we're here because look what Rick and the gang would do. We already know they would go and try to take their guns or take over. Yeah. Survival of the fittest. They would bring the saviors right to them. Not well, on purpose, but somehow it would happen. Yeah, just keep your it mouth would just shut. Be Spencer, it would be Spencer. Yeah. So <laughs> thankfully, so she she fist bumps Cindy, and Cindy's young enough to know what a, what a fist yeah. bump is. They start across the bridge. There's tons of walkers. They're running across the car tops. She makes it most of the way, with uh, Cindy shooting them off of her. And of course, what happens? We see a flashback, and we see that Heath actually tried to save her and distract the walkers, and he ran out of bullets. And then she fell off the side of the bridge. Yeah. If I was Heath, I would have jumped into the river and tried to save her. That's so, probably a safest bet, too. Well, unless they, you know, the bobbers are floating in the river. Mm, but yeah. I, we have to, we learn later that he he didn't go to help her. At least we're pretty sure he didn't. Yeah. And then she floated down the river and ended up at, and oh, by the way, uh, Talking Dead, they talked about how that river was yes. where Morgan trained along the river. With Eastman. With Eastman. And they saw the bridge. They're like, oh, we should use that bridge in a scene. Yeah. So we still don't know what happened with the people on the bridge. They may have just left. We don't know who they are. Or they could have been... The Sandwalkers. No, because somebody buried them on the sand. Maybe some of their own people died. We don't We don't know anything about them yet. We don't know anything. So Tara makes it past the walkers, thanks to Cindy's help. She turns back and sees that Beatrice and Kathy have shown up, and they, they're taking Cindy in kind of roughly. Cindy's going to be in trouble, I'm sure, for helping her. Oh, yeah. And then she sees a black walker... Not with sand all over. Kind of like braided hair, glasses. Braided hair. Right away, you're, you're thinking it's Heath. Oh, no, it's Heath. You're like, oh, poor Heath. Now, we already know that the actor that plays Heath, Corey Hawkins, is going to be starring in 24, the Kiefer Sutherland show, the sequel, 24 Legacy. So he's got a job. He also is in Straight Outta Compton. He's in, in the new Kong movie. His career's blowing up. So at that moment, I'm thinking, he could be dead. Keith in the comics is alive, but they change stuff all the time. Oh, yeah. So for about 20 seconds, we think Heath is dead. The zombie walk turns around. And has a dress on. And it's clearly a woman. It's not <laughs> Heath. No. Now, they did this to us a couple of times already. Oh, they did this in Fear the Walking Dead. They did it in Fear the Walking Dead when Alicia runs into the bar and sees a blonde walker. Thought it was Madison. Thought it was Madison, and it wasn't. And I think there was another episode where, I, I want to say there was a red-headed walker, and they thought it was, there was some other time in The Walking Dead where they we thought it was a specific person and dead, it wasn't. and it wasn't. So this is not a new trick. So again, I call slight bullshit. Slight bullshit. Nobody cares about Heath. Like, except you'd feel bad for Tara. 
Heath is not so big in the show that you go, oh my God, Heath. No, not at all. Other than he's a good looking guy and yeah. he seems like a good person. I don't know if there's a reason that we care about him or not. Tara's leaving. She doesn't see Heath. She's off the bridge. She sees his broken glasses and a little uh, door card like in an you'd have in an office. It says PPP. PPP. We don't know what PPP stands for. Apparently only Scott Gimple knows what PPP is. According to Alana Masterson, yeah. yes. But according to Twitter, it stands for possibly piss poor planning, PowerPoint presentation, and princess protection program. <laughs> No, I'm not Probably sure how. Probably not the last how one. Princess Protection Program. <laughs> um, comicbook.com had two theories. One was it's the saviors who took Heath, even mm. though the tire tracks for the camper drove off. That they said maybe the the saviors took Heath, and the key card is from one of their compounds. Oh. And the way they put letters on people, like yeah. Daryl has an, an A. That maybe it's like um, huh. cell block P. Door P. Oh, we are getting deep right now. We don't know. The other theory uh, is that Heath is leading to Tara to his whereabouts. That I think Heath is a computer programmer, or he was. That when working with computers, PPP is another name for point-to-point protocol. And this identifies the data link between two nodes and could be used as signifying term for Heath and Tara. Uh, if Heath is leaving clues, PPP could be his mark, like Morgan notching arrows onto trees. Um, I think that's bullshit. I'm going to call bullshit on I'm that. I'm calling bullshit on that theory. Yeah, that's a little much. Yeah. So we don't know what the PPP is. No one on the show knows. It's not a comic book thing. It doesn't exist. There's no way to look it up. It's, it hasn't been explained yet. If you if the saviors didn't take Heath, I, do you think Heath just left her there? Like, was an asshole and like, bye, and drove I think off after in the she, camper? I think after she went in the river, we may see him looking in the river. He may have tried to find her in the river. Okay, because or, or, or the currents he, took her away fast. I'm thinking he just drove off. He just left. Maybe her there? he drove down the river to get her. I don't know. Because the camper's gone. The camper's gone. Now he only had enough fuel to get back to Alexandria to in his mind. So if he has any distractions along the way, which it's The Walking Dead, of course he will. So who knows? We don't know if we're ever going to see Heath again. Because if if they're writing his character off the show, we can just find the RV a season from now. Ooh. With a body in it. Yeah. Or. How about this? See, I was thinking that he might get the iron next week because we <gasps> talked about someone gets the iron. And then if you iron both sides of his face, you could have a different actor play Heath. That's terrible. <laughs> it happens in soap operas all the oh time. Oh, my God. But then I realized, like, when Tara got back to Alexandria, no Heath. So he clearly didn't make it back there, as far as we know. I think that the writers of the show found a way to write Heath off the show where he can come back two seasons from now if 24 gets canceled. What happened to him? He could be living in another town somewhere. Do you think he's going to die in a flashback like Chris did in Fear the Walking Dead? I hope he, yeah, right? I hope he gets a better ending than that. Yeah. If his career doesn't take off, he comes back. Yeah, they could. I mean, there's times where characters are dis- disappear for a long time and then come but back. But I feel like if you're going to end up with a role in The Walking Dead, even if it's a, if it's a small one... Why would you, you should, walk away from you that? Should, you should still sign a contract that says, I'll be happy with this, that I'm looking. Yeah. But in the real world, if you have a job, you want another job. Yeah. I, I don't know. I feel like, I know it's not a soap opera, but I feel like if you wanted the Heath character to stay, you could have another actor play Heath. But, oh, I hate when they do that. I know. It ruins it. But he wears glasses and fake dreadlocks, like fake long hair. So, I don't know. You could do that, but it, it would... Mm. Because Heath does stuff in the comics, but now they have to give it to another character until such time that Heath comes back to the show. Yeah. So I don't think we're going to see Heath again for at least a season. Wow. Oh, a whole season, you think? Yeah, because I think he has to finish all his other projects. Yeah. Because don't forget, we're seeing this months later. In, in, in the real world, they shot The Walking Dead in the summer. Yeah. So from September to now, 
when they're starting to maybe film next season, he was filming Kong and 24. and He's been a busy boy. He might have other movies. He's, he's blowing. His career's blowing up. Yeah. So he may or may not want to come back to the show, or he may want to come back for a couple episodes and then die. And then like, die. Right? You know, like he may just film a scene and then just, there he goes. <laughs> I don't know. So so uh, Tara says, I hope this is you, meaning the card. So I hope this is you, Heath. I hope that, that you left me this card. And then she starts walking home. She's walking by walkers, ignoring them. I would think if they used up a lot of gas to get where they were going, certainly they drove a lot. But she walked all the way back from the water to Alexandria. Yeah, and also with he, really no weapons. Heath made a comment: "We're really far from home." So I'm thinking, well, how's she going to get home? So we see her go into a sunglass curio shop, where she sees. And how sad was this? She sees a bobblehead doll of a female doctor, mm. and I thought, oh, she'll take that for Denise. But for some reason, we see later she took a male doctor for Denise, which is weird since they're both lesbians. That is, yeah. That I was wondering about that. Did she take the wrong one off the shelf for the scene? May, I don't know. Did the girl one break and they would just like just use the male one? Did anyone <laughs> else catch that? Let us know. Tweet yeah. us if you if you caught that. <laughs> Why she brought the male doctor back? Unless she brought it for Doctor Carson. I don't, uh, you know. Yeah. I don't. It doesn't make sense to me. I didn't understand. She found that. some cool sunglasses. She found the sunglasses. She's so she's skipping up to Alexandria again. There's no walkers anywhere. Yeah, where are they? And Eugene opens the gate. And Eugene oh, just starts to cry. cry. And then Tara realizes, at least at first, Denise, Denise must dead. be dead. Oh, and your best friend's dead, and so's Abraham. Now, remember, when she was introduced to the show, to the survivors, she bumped into Glenn outside the prison. Yes. When the prison was being attacked, and they all ran their separate ways. Yep. She and Glenn got away together. And they were on that the train tracks, and he saved her life in that cavern thing. Right, but before that, when they were on the road and they were talking, and he, she was like, listen, I wasn't part of that, Don't, and, and he's wearing the armor. That's when Abraham, Rosita, and Eugene pulled up in the truck. Oh, yeah, you And so right. she met all of them at the same time, really. Yeah. And she sort of spent her first couple episodes with Abraham and Glenn and Rosita yeah. and Eugene. And so, hey, two of those four are dead Sad. while you were gone. And your girlfriend. So she's sitting on the floor of the infirmary, I guess, or wherever yeah, they were. Or like some the house. doctor's office. Yeah. And uh, Rosita is talking to her about, hey, did you see anything? Any leads, any guns, any supplies? Anywhere, no matter how dangerous, we need to make this right. We can make this right. Did you see anything? Did you see anything? Which is weird, because wouldn't she have mentioned that earlier? Like, hey, I found some you know, guns. And Tara looks, and did you think she was going to tell her? No. Do you think she should have told her? I do not think she should have told her. Because too many things are at play here. If they told her, it just it would be I think it would have ended very badly. Because Michonne, Sasha, Rosita, they are ready to throw down. They are ready to fight. They don't care. Rosita they wouldn't have respected Tara's wishes of, listen, I'm telling you about this, but forget I told you. I think they would have gone right there and I think they would have led the saviors there. Yeah, or they would have started a war. Something bad would have happened. Keep in mind, Tara doesn't know yet exactly how evil Negan is. No, she doesn't. Like, she knows they killed all the men, but she didn't see it happen. No, she doesn't know exactly. So I don't know what I would have done. But the fact that they did spare her life and let her go. And she made a promise to Cindy, she swore. Yeah, I think she should not have told. Okay, now that we've established that, odds that we see these people again and that they go back for the guns and they work with them later. Ooh. I think somehow it's going to come out. I say the odds are 100%. I think, do you think Cindy might find her way to Alexandria? Yes. That's what I think. Or I think the saviors find them and they maybe kill like a couple of saviors that found them. Yeah. And one gets away, so they go to Alexandria for help. But they don't know where Alexandria is. Yeah. 
So I don't know if they would find Alexandria because we know Cindy didn't follow her because she was taken prisoner. But she had that map thing going on. We have a map, but she didn't tell her where she lived. No, but I have a feeling somehow Cindy is going to find her way to Alexandria. 100%. The same way um, Michonne said we need to get the hilltop on board and get people together. Yeah. I believe that they're going to try to get all the communities together eventually to fight the saviors. And those people have a lot of guns. Yes. And how? And in the comics, the Alexandrians had they left them with some guns. Now they don't have any. Now they have no guns except for Tara. Well, Tara didn't have a gun because they took her gun away. Yep. Which sucks for the plot of our show. Yeah. <laughs> Heath has a gun, but we don't know where Heath is. Heath disappeared. So that's the episode. And Rosita has a gun, but no bullets. No bullets. One bullet. One shell. bullet shell that she wants Eugene to now, make. Now what a bullet. we don't know is she said make me a bullet. She said make me a bullet or bullets. Make me a bullet. She only had one shell. Right. And I don't think he has the technology to make more shells. Yeah. Hmm. Too bad Tara didn't grab that handful of shells. Yeah. So scenes for next week. A lot of the scenes we saw last week when they said coming up in the few, in the next few weeks. Negan talking about we are the saviors of civilization. We provide protection. We see Spencer opening the gate for someone. I assume it's the saviors. It looks like Daryl is watching someone getting their face ironed, and Dwight can't look on. Like he, Ugh. Dwight looks ashamed. Yeah. Like, oh, Dwight, this is what I was talking about. Now you know what I went through. That's what I think. Uh, Rick and Aaron are looking for something special. They climb over a fence to get something special for Negan. They say we only have one day to find something. And again, just a reminder from last week, the sign says keep going. Only thing here for you is trouble. And as I predicted, they show Jesus in the truck with Carl. Yep. And Jesus jumps off the truck. I love when Chris Hartwick is like, fine, just jump out of the moving vehicle. Just jump out of the truck. As I said last week, and I predicted it. (laughs) In, without, I'm not going to give any way in the comics, but whatever happens with Carl, Jesus isn't there. Okay. So it, it occurred to me that Jesus must jump out of the truck. And since he's like kung fu guy, he jumps around. You think and Carl stayed in the truck? That's my educated guess he's that he stays fool. in the truck. He's a fool. My guess is he stays in the truck. That he doesn't jump. He has no weapon. See, now Jesus as an adult should have said, you go first, Carl. But he didn't. He jumped like, let me show you how it's done. Yeah, and then you really think Carl's going to follow you? No. No, because <laughs> no, Carl's a badass maniac who wanted to shoot the saviors when they came the last time. Oh, my God. When they came to Alexandria. All right, so Talking Dead, we saw Tara Masterson. Sorry. Alana Masterson. We saw Alana Masterson who plays Tara. Elvira. Elvira. Cassandra Peterson, who, by the way, for a woman her age looks fantastic. She looks damn good. I thought for a second that it was the actress currently playing Elvira. Oh. But no, it's Elvira, because Elvira's been around since 83 or yeah, something. Yeah, she's the original. So she's 65. She looks great. She looks great. I mean, and for a woman who's been wearing a wig, her hair looks pretty good. Yeah. Because usually <laughs> you wear a wig that much, your hair gets, you know. Thinned out. And Sarah Hyland from Modern Family was sick. We talked about her being on the show this week. She wasn't. And she was pl- replaced by Jonah Ray, who is not only a friend of Chris Hardwick's, but he's the new host of MST3K. Now, if you're a Misty, you know what that means. But MST3K is short for Mystery Science Theater 3000, which is one of my all-time favorite shows. It's been around like 20 years. It's now a cult thing. It, for a while, you had to find it on the internet. You could go to movie theaters and watch it live or, or satellite onto the movie screen. Mm-hmm. And it's coming to Netflix in March. What it is, real quick, for those of you who don't know, it's a, uh, the, the scenario is a guy is on a spaceship and his job on the spaceship or his punishment is to watch really bad films. That's all he has up there on the spaceship. Oh the worst movies, black and white, old classic, the worst horror movies ever made. And he and these two robots, uh, Tom Servo and Crow, you just see their silhouettes and him watching the movie at the bottom of the screen. And they make fun of and talk to the people in the movie and they, 
they make fun of and they make jokes and it's hilarious. It's very funny. And over the years, they've they've changed who the the guy on the spaceship is. They've changed some of the robot voices, but it's been around forever. And if you love it, you've watched it forever, and it's it's a thing. If you haven't seen it, now that it's been on Netflix, this is a chance to watch it. I'll check it out. I haven't that, seen it yet. That's my plug. It's brilliantly funny, sarcastic, and obnoxious humor. And if you like that, which is basically who I am. I was going to say, that's right up your alley. If you put my DNA <laughs> under a microscope, I'm an obnoxious person, uh, comedically. I yes. think I'm a nice person in real yes. life, but I, I'm, I'm obnoxious in person uh, and, and as far as comedy goes. So I think you'll like it. That's who he is in case you're like, who the hell is this guy, Jonah Ray? Um, Tara was gone for nine episodes and they didn't tell her how she was coming back. Yeah. That's what that's what Alana that's Masterson crazy. said. They're like, you're gone. Go have your baby. And never told her. And what, what she found out after having the baby was you're going to be doing a lot of running, jumping, I lo- fighting. I, I love that. She's like, and running and jumping. <laughs> and she's like, normally people have a team to prepare them for this. She goes, man, that was she, she had a hard time with that. And it was 105 degrees when they were filming this. Yeah. And she was in sweatshirts and ugh. So Jonah Ray asked Alana, she said, if Tara knew Dr. Denise was dead, would she have stayed at Oceanside? And she said... No, because I still had family, and I thought I had Glenn and, you know, my friends and family back at Alexandria. I still wouldn't have stayed. I thought that was interesting that she thought the character wouldn't have stayed. I agree with that statement. Uh, They did did a quick uh, instant poll on the show. Should Tara have told Rosita about the Oceansiders guns? Wasn't it like 86%? 86% said no. I guess you watched the same show I did. Yeah. By the way, again, I would tell you, if you don't watch Talking Dead, I know you may may be up late. I get to work. uh, We both get to work around 5 in the morning. We find a way. Stay up. It's great. Watch it the next day is fine, but watch Talking Dead Plus afterwards. Plus, you, you get the uh, behind the curtain. Yeah, behind the scenes. Okay. So, nothing earth-shattering other than Alana said that only Scott Gimple knows what PPP means, so yeah. nobody knows yet. And then the scenes of next week. The Negan truck. We see Jesus explaining to Carl how to jump off the truck. They're going through like an old beat-up town. It looks he, really run down. Yeah, broken down cars. Yeah. And we haven't really seen the sanctuary from a distance yet. No. But in the comics, it's huge. Huge building. Yeah. Jesus jumps out and looks back at the truck, and Carl's looking like, yeah, and? I do not believe Carl jumps out of the truck. I think that's an established fact that he's not jumping. I don't want to give away anything in the comic books. If you want to know, look up on, on, you can look up Walking Dead Wiki and look up what happens in the comic books, but Carl has a big role coming up that involves not jumping off the truck. Yeah. So that's all I'm going to say. Next week, executive producer Gail Ann Hurd and Chandler Riggs are both on the show, and, and a guy from a band doesn't... And... Now, there's a Chandler Riggs rumor. Oh, what's that? His father <laughs> tweeted last week or the week before, I think it was last week, my son's seven-year contract is up after seven years. What an accomplishment. He's had a great run. And so people interpreted that as... Carl's gonna die. Carl's gonna die on the truck or when he gets to Sanctuary, and his contract is up, and he's gonna die. Why would his father tweet that? Well, it's either a contract ploy... Or, you know, he he's bad on social media. So people started, like, thinking, oh, my God, Carl's going to die. I'm going to go on record here and call bullshit on that theory. Uh, me too. I he's don't think... He's not dying. No. He's I not, don't think I, so at all. And I think that's a situation where they would find another Carl. Yeah. In the comics, Carl's very important for a while. So, you know, we can put another kid in the wig. <laughs> really. But I, I'm saying right now, Carl doesn't die. No, not because I, I know he I don't know he doesn't die on the show. I'm just saying he's not that. Come on, people. His father is clearly... because because then Rick would go on a war path immediately and and go to kill Negan regardless of the outcome. Oh yeah. Of of who who would, Negan would kill after that.
Carl's not dying. Anyway, his mother came out yesterday, meaning Monday of this week, the 28th, and said, please, don't read into stuff. Everything's fine. Yeah. People were tweeting me going, what about the Carl rumor? Carl's fine. Carl's fine. That's my thought. I think my his thought dad's the- stirring up trouble. That's what I think. So I think we kept this one under an yes. hour. <laughs> one of our big bosses said, you know, maybe, uh, not to just me, but a lot of the people doing podcasts, you should probably keep them to 15 minutes. What? What? That's what I said. No. They said, the people can't. like people like 15 minutes, that's all they have time for, and then they go. I'm like, the serial podcast was an hour every week, and people loved it. It's about the content. So look, we try to keep it interesting for an hour. I tweeted that, and someone said, no, it's got to be at least 40 minutes. Yeah. So we're going to just do it until we run out of things to say, like now. <laughs> yeah, we're done When now. we're done, we're done. Because <laughs> we review the episode, and we tear it apart every scene. We know that. Yep. But we also throw in some other stuff, and stuff we read, and, and, and uh, online articles, and... I you know we talk about Afrojack and <laughs> I give Jamie a, a t-shirt with I know, Negan on I'm it. I'm wearing this. So later. don't forget to check out our social media. You'll see a picture of Jamie wearing it later, and maybe I'll take a bat to her. I'll give you the bat. You can hold Lucille again, so you can match Negan on your yeah. shirt. Because I keep my Lucille at work, locked up safely in a vault. People, <laughs> there you go. I uh, hope everyone had a great Thanksgiving. We have two more episodes. Yeah. And then when does Fear come back? March. I don't know. I keep seeing commercials for Badlands. I don't think we're going to review Badlands. No. So we will do rumor and innuendo podcasts. Rumors, theories, ideas. And then the last week of December, first week of January, we're off. So there'll be like two weeks with no podcast. I'm sorry. Yeah. But I'll tweet stuff from the Walkers underscore Talkers account and from our accounts. So just giving you a heads up. Two more episodes. Very exciting. I have a gut feeling of who may die in the mid-season finale. (gasps) And, okay, if you read the comics, then you just know what I said and who I'm talking about. And if you don't, I want you to come back to that point in the podcast after it happens and go, he just gave us a clue. Oh, man. Okay. That's it. That's all I have to say. Oh. Thanks for listening, everybody. Bye, guys.